Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to episode 21 of The Current, a podcast for Christian teens looking to rebel against the current of our culture. I'm Caleb, your host, with my sister and co-host Ellie, and my dad and special co-host guest for today's show. We'll see you after the break. Hey guys, it's Caleb and Ellie here from the podcast The Current. We're here to tell you about how we make our podcast on Anchor. It's a platform where you can make your own podcast completely free. There's creation tools inside the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, welcome back to The Current. We are here for episode 21 where we are going to be doing part two of our money topic. Um, Sorry, <laughs> there's some background stuff going on, but I'm not going to talk about that right now. Um, so we wanted to pick up where we left off. Um, and today we have a special guest speaker on. Um, our dad, and we will, He's uh, all of a sudden fascinated with Caleb's bookshelf. Bookshelf, apparently, which is actually okay. Anyway, we are going to be finishing part two of our money series here, and, um, <laughs> man, background stuff. Anyway, um, so I will, before we get into it, though, ask a question of the day. So... The question of the day is... Aren't you going to introduce Dad? I did. I said he was in the podcast. Well, Dad, would you like to say hi? Hi. 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 Uh, <laughs> anyway, the question of the day is, what is your favorite Disney movie of all time? I decided after the last two weeks, it, we went some with some more somewhat serious topics, so I decided, what's your favorite Disney movie of all time, is what we talk about. So... Um, I'll let the guests go first. Dad, what is mm. your favorite Disney movie of all time? Come back to me. I gotta think about that. Okay. I, Ellie, what is your can favorite? Can I guess what his is gonna be? If you want to, sure. I think it's gonna be Wreck-It Ralph. Ooh. I and, thought about that one. About that it. is a good one. See, when when you watch movies with your kids a lot, you I mean, you've probably seen a lot of Disney movies over your lifetime, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you used to watch them when you were a kid, too, right? Some of the, right. the more classics ones, but... I'm not saying you're that old, but I'm Whoa. just saying. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know. Favorite Disney movie. I watched Onward today with Kevin. That was a pretty good one. That's a new one, though. I don't know. I think probably overall from my childhood, though, Cars. Cars. Cars, I was obsessed with Cars for the longest time. So I'd probably have to just say that. Even though it probably isn't my favorite now, it was. I'm going to say, like... Also I, also, I would like to make a disclaimer. It's like animated Disney movies. I'm not talking about Star Wars and Marvel and stuff. Oh. Because Star Wars and Marvel would be way yeah, above yeah. all these for me, but, you know, that's not really uh, Disney. I mean, it is Disney, but it's not We're talking classic about, like, Disney, Disney animated classics. Yeah. Okay. Um, probably, just because I, like, grew up, and this was, like, my favorite, was Tangled. Yep, I saw that That coming. was, like, my favorite. It's still so good, so definitely that one. Yeah. Dad, have you thought well, about it? I would say... 
uh, more recently, Wreck-It Ralph would be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. up there. If yeah. I had to pick one from my childhood, I'd say, well, either The Lion King or oh. Toy Story. Oh, Toy Story was Toy from Story. your childhood? Yeah. Oh. That was like, that was right when Pixar was getting started, though, right? Yeah, it was their first full feature. Was it actually? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Toy Story's good. Pixar has actually made some of the my favorite Disney yeah. movies over the years. Pixar's good. Thus, Cars. Cars. Um, but, yeah, so that was the question of the day. Thought that'd be kind of a fun one to try out. Um, so, yeah, let's get into our episode. So, um, I'll let Ellie do this. Uh, Ellie, could you give us a quick recap of what we talked about last time and, um, where we are right now as to in our, um, order of things. So, we talked about whether money was good or bad or if it was either or. Um, and actually, I gotta take a time out right now because we have actually had some further wisdom from our father. Our father. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, no, don't go there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we weren't talking about you. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but we were talking about if money's good or bad, and what we said was that um, it's. It's good and bad, and it can be used um, depending on how you use it. But Dad has given us, because you pretty much listen to all these episodes, don't you? Most of them, anyway. Right? I thought I wasn't supposed to tell people what I was doing. I don't want the government tracking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But my point is, you listen, he listens to most of these episodes. Um, so uh, he was saying that, what were you saying about money being good or evil? Like, what did you hear from... Well, Dave Ramsey, in his Financial Peace University course, talks about how money is amoral. It's neither good nor bad. It's what you do with money that that is what matters and and uh, makes it good or bad. It doesn't make money itself good or bad, but what you do with it is... Mm-hmm. is... Yeah. Yeah. And we would agree with that, because I... Uh, yeah, that and that's that's kind of what we were trying to get at last episode. I didn't phrase that very well, and so it's good to make corrections, so I wanted to quickly say that. Ellie, continue on with what we were talking about. Okay. Um, we also talked about what are good aspects of how you can spend your money and what are bad aspects of how you can spend your money. Yep, and that um, really came down to how you glorify God with your money yep. and... Uh, if you're standing in your money, and those are two the main two standards, but then, you know, yeah. then there's some middle ground there too. But And then we talked about if our money is ours. Yep, and we said no. It's not ours. Um, we believe that we use God's um, money, well, yeah, we, we steward um, the gifts that God has given us, and we will be talking about that in this episode right yep. now. Um, so... We are actually going to pick up with a parable that we were um, talking about. So, I am going to look up this parable and read it for us. Um, This is the parable of the talents. You may have heard this before. Um, And it starts in Matthew 25, 14. And I won't read all of it, I don't think, because it is somewhat um, a long one. 
But I'll read the beginning of it, and then if it gets too long, I'll just summarize. Um, <clears throat> Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to his ability. <laughs> Sorry. Then he went on to his journey. <laughs> I'm really bad at holding it together. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to read all this because it's very long. The basic gist is, is that, um... <laughs> it's really hard to stop laughing, guys, when you've been laughing all day. Um, so the basic gist is he gives um, like five. Let's just call it, just for modern terms, five five thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, and one thousand dollars. Right? He gives one man five thousand, one man three thousand, and another man one thousand. The 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 men with three thousand and five thousand decide to invest that money and make double what they had. So then they had 10000 and 6000 But the person with 1000 decides to hide his money so that he doesn't lose it and still has 1000 when the master comes back. But the master says um, that it was good that uh, these peop- uh, that the men with 5000 and 3000 invested it because they were able to make twice what they originally had and they used um, the... Uh, the master's uh, talents wisely, and and talents is a form of money, not um, literal like the way we use it today. Um, but what they were saying was, is that it really should be um, this. Sorry, if you could hear that, we have snowplows going through the road a lot today. But we, um, it really should be uh, invested, and he, uh, the master commends them, and I will read this part of it in um, verse 21 of chapter 25. He says, or it says, His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, you entrusted with two bags of gold. You have entrusted me with two bags of gold. I have gained two more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things, and I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See here where, see here what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed? Well then, you should not have put my money on deposit with the bankers, so that when I returned I would receive it back with interest. Um... So, this is really showing, um, Jesus is showing us into um, an important part of how we should use our money, and not just money, but also um, what we own and what we have to um, kind of uh, invest this back into um, God's kingdom. And so, the master really represents God here in this story, um, and the this also... I would also say applies to the gospel as well um, about spreading the gospel. But um, as far as money goes, uh, just stewarding the stuff that we have and using it wisely to produce um, to produce fruits from that labor and from that money um, instead of just hiding it away and holding on to it and not using it for God's kingdom. So I think that was really what I wanted to cover there. If you want to read the whole parable of the talents go to matthew twenty five fourteen, 
and read on your Bible will probably have headings there. So if you want to read that, go check that out. That's really great. So next we want to talk about how do we steward our money. Um, and this is where I'm going to bring Dad into the conversation. Um, so I, I'll just ask first, um, what do you think, like, what is a practical way to steward money? Or like, what are we supposed to do with our money that um, is honoring to God, I guess? Well, I think, um, first off, I think, uh, you know, uh, we're commanded to give our first fruits, so, so we're uh, commanded as Christians to, to tithe, and I know there's some controversy around that as to whether, um, you know, a tithe or just uh, an offering is, is uh, you know, what should be given. Um, a tithe is 10%, so the first 10% of what you earn, what what I believe anyway, is is that that's what should go to your local church. Yeah. So you would say, like, you would say that's probably foremost the most important way of stewarding money, or? I think that's where it, I think that's where it starts. But, I mean, there's obviously other ways you can steward money where you're, you know, what you're, you know, investing that money in whether it's you know other people or uh things that you purchase you can use the things that you purchase with that money to to steward uh with uh people as well or to even further along um your own uh spiritual walk Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and so do you think then like uh I mean, you kind of already answered this, but does it, uh, is it kind of like, oh, I've, once I give my 10% to the church, I've stewarded my money, um, wisely and I can do whatever I want with the rest of the 90% or do you think that's a general principle that applies to the whole entire thing? Um, the 10% just happens to go to the church and the 90% gets used for other things. Well, I think, I mean, anything you do above that. 10% it would be considered an offering and there's definitely um, you should definitely if you're able to you know do that as well and as as the spirit leads you I mean there might be something that comes up um, you know for instance yesterday we had um, somebody in in our church that was going into the missionary field and they were uh, asking for uh, a special offering for this for this lady and that would be an example of something that, you know, if the Holy Spirit's telling you, yes, you should give to this, that, yeah, on top of your normal ties, that would be something that you would give to. You need to follow the Holy Spirit's leading on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it also, like, as far as shooting your money, also comes back to what we were talking about last episode, um, just about uh, is it glorifying God and then uh, am I sinning? Uh, by doing certain things with my money. So, like, I, I think at, you should basically avoid at all costs spending your money on something that is going to cause you to fall into sin, or mm-hmm. to sin, I would say, I guess. Right. Do you, I would just like to get Dad's opinion on this. I don't know if we've talked too much about it, but do you believe in, like, rec- not, I don't want to say recreational spending, but, like, spending for something that... How did we put it last time? That that brings you enjoyment, I guess. Um, we t- we talked about this a little bit last episode, but yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, and I, I that's kind of what the place I stand on that. I think, um, I don't think you should spend all your money on right. enjoyment it, stuff. Right. And certainly not the majority of your money, I don't think, either. Right. But it's, I still think you worked hard to earn that money, and as long as that enjoyment is honoring God, then it shouldn't be a problem, I would think. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have a verse for this really quick. First uh, Peter 4.10 says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So um, that also kind of leads us into another section. So uh, I'll ask both of you. So um, how does, like, how does your money... Um, and giving, and you, um, I mean, Ellie and I don't really have much of a budget or anything like that, but as someone, dad, that does have a budget, like, how does giving play a role into, um, how, like, what you do with your money and stuff, um, and, like, outside of tithing as well, uh, like, I, my question is, um, should it just be money that you're giving, um, and, like, what uh is the right circumstances to give money and like what would be considered giving money i know that's a lot of questions but pick any of them you want to answer i guess well i guess when you're putting together a budget um the tithe would be the first thing then that that you're looking at and then i mean uh, if you're putting together a budget you can you know see what expenses that you actually need to pay for you know food shelter clothing transportation the four the four walls as dave ramsey would call them and Mm -hmm. you know and then after that it kind of depends a little bit you know um what you do with that leftover money i mean um i think you should be in agreement with your spouse if you're married on that and but yeah i mean definitely can give money uh you know above the tithe to to whatever things what what was part of your other question with that um i was just saying like i guess we kind of talked about this in an earlier episode but i'd love to get your opinions on it too um like what else do you think is important and this is stepping a little bit farther back from the whole money scope but like what else do you think is important to give just besides money itself? Oh, besides money yeah well, your time and your talents are two of the main things i would think yeah mm-hmm. We, and also, kind of plug our um, in past episode, our giving episode, you can go and listen to that, and we talk about also, like, giving your time and talents, too, so. Yeah, that's episode 17, if you're trying to find it back there. Oh. Um, yeah, so, we do talk about giving in that, in that one, and then we kind of get more into specifically about what you were just talking about, about the three different ways of giving time treasure is the main mm-hmm. ways that's said I guess you would say it that way so okay yeah so I think we can jump into something else if you're okay with that. yeah um, go ahead. um what I'll just say like what's your overall opinion on debt dad on debt yeah well I kind of align with um, with Dave Ramsey's thoughts. I mean, there's, first of all, I should say from a biblical perspective, there's, um, there's nothing that necessarily says that being in debt is a sin, but it talks a lot about, uh, how it causes people to stumble or, 
or uh, is not a um, not a good thing and not a good thing to have in your life at all. And uh, there's several instances in there that uh, talks about that, and I can't think of specifically of a verse off the top of my head, but there are uh, several in there that, that talk about that. So personally, um, I don't I don't believe that you should have debt, especially consumer debt. Yeah. So. yeah. And and define for the listeners yeah. what consumer debt is, because not everyone is. Um, as in tune with the financial world as you typically are. Just well, because. consumer debt would be debt basically that you owe to anyone, like uh, credit cards, uh, student loans, mm-hmm. the car, um, the car mm-hmm. personal so what, loans. What isn't considered? Because uh, I don't, I don't even know if I know this for sure. What isn't considered consumer debt? Is there anything besides house? Well, house is is kind of a separate thing. I mean, would it be best to be debt-free on your house? Yes. But um, that's kind of one area where Dave Ramsey makes an exception because it would take a really long time to save up all the money to purchase a house. Um, That's not to say, though, that that wouldn't be the most optimal thing to do. Yeah, if you have have the opportunity opportunity and money, definitely... And obviously, like, because we're talking to teens here, um, once you do actually finally get your first house, you would say it's, unless you're making really good money, it's not likely that you're going to be purchasing your house with um, all cash, right? Not likely, not unless you want to get really radical and and save up the money to do it. I mean, there are people that do, especially uh, today you see less and less of that because uh, so many so many uh, teenagers and young adults are coming out of college with a ton of uh, student loan debt, which is uh, becoming a, a real problem in our country, and it has been a real problem for a long time, but it's getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a very normalized debt, and most people will say, well, there's no way you can go to college without having a student loan, but there's a lot of stuff out there that um, is starting to show that you can do that there's very creative ways to go to college without going into debt and uh i don't know if you guys have talked about him at all but anthony o'neill is a real um he's yeah. one of dave ramsey's uh personalities they call him on 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 his team that that talks about the student loan debt crisis and he has a he has a book out about um going to to school debt-free debt-free degree it's called um I highly recommend that to your listeners, any of them that are um, possibly going to college here in the next uh, few years, next mm-hmm. yeah. you know, two, three years, uh, to ch- check that book out. There's um, creative ways that you can get to college without having all this massive student loan debt, which is becoming a real anchor in, in America around the, the necks of everyone that's paying it off. Yeah. And I would I would say as far as the debt free degree book, um, I've read it, it's really good. Um uh it also if there's any parents listening out there, uh definitely go and pick up that book. It's actually um written in a way so that it is addressed to parents. Um, but don't let that um deter you if you're a kid or a teenager out there. Um it's the the it's the concepts are 
the really the main point of it, and mm-hmm. you can read it just that way anyway. Um, I also would say, uh, us as a family, um, we listened to the Borrowed Future podcast, which was really good, um, which I would say talks about how to go to college debt-free, but that one, um, versus debt-free degree, uh, the podcast actually has Anthony O'Neill on it, but that one kind of airs more to the side of, uh, where do we get to where we are as far as student loan debt, and, like, what's the problem, like, with student loan debt. There's Um, a lot of cool stories on there on how people did get to college without debt. And there's a lot of sad stories on there about how people got entrapped in student loans, and even major depression and stuff like that, so... It's um it's a serious problem and I think it's good to address um and I think also one of the main reasons we really should try to live debt-free lives um and uh go to college debt-free is because um th- it all comes back to like the stewardship thing um and the way we can use our money because um we're able to I mean the way Dave Ramsey puts it uh uh you should live like no one else. And this is when he's talking about getting out of debt, you would say mainly, right? But, like, the point is, is that if you live like no one else right now, later in life you'll be able to live and give like no one else, which is um, you're basically by not going into debt at all, you're better um, setting yourself up for a future of success and um, financial peace, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I think that would apply to live like no one else so later you can live or give, and give like no one else. It would apply kind of in two, I don't think Dave really addresses this, but it kind of applies in two different ways. One is you're trying to get out of debt, and that's the way that he's probably mainly talking about. But also I think for for students that are trying to get through college, if you live very frugally while you're in college and you aren't blowing a lot of money on on the weekends and and uh just things that you want to buy and whatever and you're uh you know living in the dorm uh living off the the food plan and spending as little as you can while you're in college you're you're going to set yourself up for a much better future where you'll be able to you won't have those chains around your neck that a lot of um, college students graduate with for sure um yeah so i guess uh i'll end with this question um what what would you say overall i mean we've basically hit on all the points just throughout this episode what would you say overall overall like what what um what effect does money have on our walk with christ or like is it even relative um to the christian life or is it just something that's kind of separate and is just um, something we have to do to live, basically. Well, I think it depends on what you're saying. I think that, um, I think that if you're in, you know, mounds of debt or, or, uh, whatever, I think that can negatively impact your, your walk with Christ. Not, not so much because, um, well, I think main, the main thing is with that, is that you're maybe thinking about that debt and you're focused on that and you you uh, either feel bad about it or you feel like it's a weight on your shoulders all the time and that inhibits your um, your walk with Christ. 
because you're, you're you're thinking about that more than than you're think you're thinking about all the debt and all that stuff more than you are about your walk with Christ. You're thinking about oh, where can I get the next dollar to pay some of this down, or you know, how am I gonna you know, if it's really bad, how am I going to pay for my next meal or, or that sort of thing? Mm-hmm. So I think it can t- easily take away from your walk with Christ. I don't know if that's what you're yeah. Yeah. getting yeah. at. Or... And one more question for you with that. Um, so, like, as someone who has once had debt but is now debt-free, um, what would you say to, like, young people out there um, or even people who are in debt right now, um, like, why should you either get out of debt or why should you just not get into debt in the first place overall, I guess? Yeah, as I say, first off, if you haven't gotten into debt yet, don't get into debt because it's just a weight around, it's a weight on your shoulders. And, um, it's exactly that. I mean, in the Bible, it doesn't, uh, have anything to, good to say about debt at all. It says the, the borrower is, borrower is slave to the lender. Um, that's the main one that I always think about and yeah you are a you know a slave to to that person until you get that that debt paid off um i think uh if you're in debt already trying to get out of it as soon as possible is is the best thing that you can you can do um i highly recommend uh financial peace university if you um are trying to get out of debt which um, you have led before haven't you yeah Yep. Definitely. Mom and I have led that a few times mm-hmm. now. It's very, very good uh, material. And even if you're not in debt, I would highly recommend taking the classes. I mean, Dave Ramsey talks a lot about debt, but he talks a lot about other subjects as well. It's very, very good material that applies to, to everyone, really. Mm-hmm. That's Which actually leads me into the last thing um, I wanted to take a minute on is just like, recommended resources I guess um as far as what we've talked about and we've really hit on a lot of them but I had a few extras I thought we'd talk about so I think um if you've been paying attention at all this episode anything by Dave Ramsey dad will basically suggest to you and we all will we all I mean I've probably heard so many Dave Ramsey episodes at this point um just from listening to them in the car with you uh if you need financial advice, just call 888 mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard that number so many times, but, um, yeah. So I'd say anything by him, um, all his books. He's got a lot of books out there now, doesn't he? He does. He has quite a few out there, yeah. Another one, his mentor was uh, Larry Burkett, and uh, I'm not as familiar with his stuff, but I know that uh, Dave models a lot of, his stuff based on Larry Burkett's stuff. Um, so a lot of uh, good stuff from him as well. And people from Dave Ramsey's team too have put out anyway. stuff. So yeah. if you look up Ramsey Solutions, you should be able to find a bunch of different resources. Yeah. Um, and we mentioned Anthony O'Neill too. Yeah, he's um, one of them. Specifically for um, college and And I think that like, like that. really applies to teens as they're growing up and thinking more about college and what they're going to do. So that's a good one to go check out yeah. if you're... And you, you should get ahead of the game on that too. Um, like getting scholarships and stuff like that. A lot of people don't think you can do that super early until you're like junior, senior. Well, that's not true. I think if you really press hard at it, you can get to college mm-hmm. debt-free. Um, another resource I'd recommend... Uh, our parents bought um, something called 
Foundations for Us, which is actually put out by um, Dave Ramsey and his team. But it is specifically, well, there's a few ones. We're taking um, an entrepreneur one, which is um, more specific to if you want to, like, start a business or something. So if that's you, check that out. But also um, just uh, personal finances, class foundations, which is specifically, there's one for middle schoolers and there's one for high schoolers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would recommend, um, if you have the money, to check those out because those are that's a good way to steward your money. Yeah, there you go. Rachel Cruz has a couple of good books out too. That's Dave Ramsey's daughter. Yeah. Talking about money. Um, More life and money type of stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so thanks for joining us on the podcast. Yes. We had fun having you. Um, that was fun. Yeah. Um, so Ellie, would you like to tell the listeners where they can find us? Are you going to blank again? Uh, you can find... Do you want me to list off all the names here? Yeah, sure. Okay, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Overcast, um, <laughs> Red Circle, yep. um, Spotify, yep. and I can't remember the rest. <laughs> Breaker, Pocket Casts, Pocket and Casts. Radio Public. Got it. Um, you can find us all those places... Um, also, make sure to check out the new website that we put up. We um, will link it again. And we will link it in the description, which I forgot to do. Um, I'm just realizing the last episode. But oh. it'll be in the description for this one. So, until next time, this has been The Current. <laughs>